Welcome to our podcast series, Five Questions, Five Answers, in which we explore recent U.S. trade policies and U.S. trade rules that can affect thousands of companies. We have a goal in mind to help you, the listener, translate the legal into real-world business strategies. My name is Bridget Matisson. I'm the Director of North American Manufacturing here at Aaron Fox Schiff in Washington, D.C. I get the easy part. I get to ask the questions and I get to choose the colleague or the guest I know will have the right answers for you. So in the next few minutes, I will ask five questions that reflect the concerns we've been hearing from business leaders, all who want to understand the rules, but they also need to mitigate their business risk while increasing their bottom line. So let's start. Wow, guess where we are today? The electric mobility practice at Aaron Fox Schiff. We're in Novi, Michigan today. Why we are in Novi, Michigan? Because our team is being asked to present at the Battery Show and Electric and Hybrid Vehicle Technology Expo. And for those of you who are listening and who have not heard of this conference, it's the biggest. This is the one advanced battery manufacturing event, the North America's largest advanced battery event. And we just came back from the conference. We're sitting here in the hallway. Sorry for the background noise. But there are thousands of people here, over 800 exhibitors. And we are sitting here having a cup of coffee. And we thought our listeners might want to hear from us right now what we heard, what the buzz is, and we also and you also might want to hear right now from Tony Rivera who spoke at the Battery Conference and the panel winning the global EV race. That was the name of the panel. It was a very eminent panel. Uh, I'm going to turn it over first, however, to David Hamill. He's our practice lead, partner here at the International Trade and Investment Practice, the gray hair of the practice, who was in the audience with me. I know he took a lot of notes. David? Wow. Novi, Michigan. Here we are again. What did you hear? What did you learn? You know, we've been in Novi for, you know, many, many times, but this is our first time at the battery show. And I think our first impression was it it took us about two hours to get here from from I-275, which shows that it's very popular. And we have to we have to call an Uber to get to our car, which is parked somewhere. But uh, what an impressive, impressive event. Um, you know, oh, I, I think over 10,000 people and Tony and th- thanks to you, Bridget, for uh, helping to arrange uh, this panel. It was it was quite a, a superb panel, both both in terms of context and also in terms of the participants. In addition to Tony, there were CEOs and, and, and senior executives of, of companies in, in the EV space, including including Rivian. And I'm sure that uh, the participants who've been to battery shows before have heard about uh, some EV concepts such as uh, sustainability, IRA, you know, I can go on and on. But what they probably heard for the first time was the critical importance of the U.S. trade rules and regulations, Uh, not only as a cost, 
but as a potential opportunity to be, opportunity to be uh, competitive. I mean, talk to I me, mean, you heard Bridget, they talked a lot about OEMs and, and uh, particular OEMs, and there's, there's, a, there's a real competitive nature to this. And one way that I think a lot of participants in the audience heard from Tony is that not only with respect to the IRA and some of these other issues, but you can be competitive uh, by understanding and being able to manage the risks associated with U.S. trade rules, as evidenced by the fact that there was a quite a substantial line waiting to, to speak to Tony. So we might want to talk to Tony in terms of what they had to ask him. Well, there, it, that's a great idea, David, because actually he was on stage, wasn't he? And he was uh, in the limelight this afternoon. Tony, um, I did notice quite a few people coming at you afterwards. Do you think that U.S. trade regulations, the challenges of uh, complying with U.S. tariff calculations, has this now starting to bubble up to the fore of corporate agendas? Uh, yes. I mean, I think... I think uh it grabs the attention, right? That it eats into the profits. It's a significant cost. Um, I think you know, comparing a tariff to a tax makes sense to a lot of people. So they, they come up. Uh, I got a lot of questions at the end about you know, what is this tariff? How is it being applied? Um, and really, it goes to that cross-border transaction that all these companies utilize, but they don't realize the costs that are being applied to them. Um, so I think I think you know I think there is education in the field that's 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 being shown that, that some of these companies are understanding a little more of uh, the, the nature of the imports and the tariffs that are being applied to them. Um, I, I, I still see a lot of uh, a lot of uh, kind of conflation with the IRA and, and how that works in the industry. Um, and actually, just by comparing to the previous conference we went to, there was a little more emphasis here on the IRA and policy and a little bit more on customs, but still not. I mean, I think there's still a lot more room for this uh, this area to grow. And I think uh, the, you know, the, the more we can educate our, our clients and our potential clients on this area, it's really going to be a cost saver to them. Because, I mean, there's really, aside from the IRA, which, you know, that was one of the focuses here. You have so many other rules that these companies can take advantage of. It's not just you know, the USMCA is one of them, but there's there's country of origin rules, there's valuation rules, there's drawback rules, there's um, three hundred one tariffs, three hundred one tariffs. There's FTZ operations. Uh, there's there's a ton of implementation that can be done at the company level to really take advantage of these these different rules, and, and they all have different rules. I think that's important for for. Uh, I think the audience got the gist of that. I think that's part of the reason I started getting questions at the end. And uh, I saw from uh, the audience that uh, people were taking notes, Tony, so kudos to you, really. Um, The third member of our uh, esteemed team here in beautiful downtown Novi, Michigan, uh, is James Kim. And uh, James, when we walked from the luncheon area to the conference area, we went through that huge cavernous room filled with the exhibitors. And the program that I have in front of me indicates that there are over 800 exhibitors today, tomorrow. And I went through the many, many pages of exhibitors, and many of them are based outside the United States. There are a lot of brand new players, um, and it's goes to the point that David Hamill has made for many months now. Winning the global EV race really starts with winning the U.S., maybe the North American EV race. 
um, have you talked to a lot of exhibitors? What is it that uh, has struck you? So, Bridget, I, I just want to say I'm, I'm glad to be out here with the team in Novi, Michigan. Um, it's my first time in the area. And it's, it is really great to, to come here and see sort of all the excitement in this area, this EV industry, which is obviously growing super fast, right? And um, I think to your point, Bridget, the, the theme of Tony's panel today was about winning the EV race. And I think that has to start with the U.S. market because that's the biggest market. That's the one where there's tons of money flowing into the system and everybody wants a piece piece of that market, right? And I think uh, the folks on the panel noted that even with all the attention in this market, there's only right now a 7% adoption rate in EVs. So that means there's so much more room for growth. But what's next? So I think, you know, folks have talked about the technology. You know, there, people have you know, eyes on different types of battery chemistries and they're focused on increasing the range and the, you know, rechargeability of these batteries that go into EVs. So you have to produce EVs that consumers want. But once you're able to do that, you also have to do it sustainably, right? You need a business model that you can sustain. And the way to do that is to make sure you understand your supply chain, that your supply chain you know, fits what you're trying to do and that the costs work in your favor. And I think that that's where the trade rules and sort of your your understanding of how they impact your business become really, really important. So it's all about, I think, being able to produce an affordable car. That's the next step. Affordable EV that's going to gain mass adoption. And to do that, you really, the trade rules become that important to, to be being successful and um, winning the EV race. Bridget, I also wanted to, to add something that may not be uh, uh, evident to our comments here, is that when we talk about the EV industry, we're not just talking about passenger vehicles. We're talking about uh, 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 commercial vehicles such as heavy trucks. In fact, heavy trucks have the chicken tax, the 25% tariff, but also the components that go into making uh, uh, those vehicles, and, and including passenger vehicles and heavy trucks and, and buses and, and uh, 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 garbage trucks and the like. Uh, and all of those have different pressure points. So it's not a one-size-fits-all. And if we look back to our schematic, our diagram, our logo, if you will, on electric mobility. You know, we talk about uh, uh, original equipment manufacturers. We talk about battery producers. We talk about the tier one producers who who are facing challenges as well as the OEMs about uh, producing products, you know, not only for EVs, but also for internal combustible engines. And and what wasn't, what we're not seeing a lot of here is, is, is uh, talk on charging stations, but we were in Sacramento at EVS 36, and that's that's where that focus was. So there's a lot going on in this space, and and Aaron Fox Schiff is going to be at the forefront, especially to help clients uh, uh, in, in 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 navigating these complex U.S. trade rules. Because if they don't pay attention to these trade rules, all the other work to, to get ahead in this industry, you know, could be for naught. 
Well, you know, we always say that Aaron Fox Schiff is smart in your world. One of the ways that we get smart in that world is to be in places like Novi in Sacramento, soon in Detroit. We'll, we are here and we are listening to many, many companies. We're talking to many companies, especially uh, heavy vehicles later on today. It's an exciting event. We're excited to be here and stay tuned. You will hear more from us. Thank you.